Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. My Talk 1071, everything entertainment. This is Eight Letters, Why Don't We? A new song we've added here. Sometimes I always have to acknowledge a song since I came from music radio. And people <laughs> people will email me and go, what was that song that you played at 620? And I'm like, oh, let me go back and look. <laughs> I have to open up the podcast and see what it is because we don't, yeah. Anyway, okay, so Elizabeth Reese is here with me. Thank you so much for filling in oh while Jason's gosh. on the men. Thanks for having me. This is so fun. I emailed you guys and I was like, hey, I'm <laughs> Free. I'm ready. Yeah, I'm and, ready. I've come out of my baby cocoon. Oh my! I'm ready gosh. to actually contribute to this <laughs> fine radio station again. Oh my gosh! Uh, so speaking of that, really quick before we get into this royal news that you have, um, when you are doing this, does Franklin hear you downstairs? No. Okay. okay. So you, you guys might know this. I mean, if you've listened to the Dirt Alerts for a long time, you probably know that I'm at home. So I'm yeah. in a, I'm in a little bunker at home. Okay. And if you're a longtime listener, it's sort of like a similar setup to what Marjorie. Punnett had back in the day um and but we moved to a new house yeah and my new house is thankfully quite a bit larger than our old house we were in like a little bungalow before Mm -hmm, and we were on top of each other Mm -hmm. and so um it was really hard for me to be able to like you know just communicate and do radio while the kids were here well now i'm on the third floor of our house Mm. and we call this area the lodge because it has all old school wood paneling oh that's great yeah but it has like a vaulted ceiling and so we have fun buffalo check plaid pillows everywhere and we've kind of leaned into it wow it's really like cozy and so i made a cup of tea and i'm up here and the kids are still sleeping and my husband's still sleeping and um and they'll get up and um and have breakfast and the whole thing and i'll just be Hanging out with you guys. Isn't that fun? That is fun. I kind of wish describing this this room that you're in that you could cuddle a chicken right now. I'll I be know. Honest. I could go get a chicken. <laughs> yes. And then I could cuddle it. But I have carpet up here, so oh. I would need to put a diaper on that chicken. Oh, and then let the chicken walk around. Uh-huh. We yeah. don't bring the chickens in the house. Yeah, I wouldn't do that. We're chickens outside types <laughs> yeah. of people. But yeah. it's um, it's really nice. And that's, you know, fun little shout out to my talk is that they've always been really, really supportive of me as a working mama and kind of trying to figure out ways to make things work yeah having two young kids and doing two jobs yes yeah and so this has been a really this is just fun it's fun to be back hosting with you guys i'm gonna fill in with donna um valentine next wednesday too oh cool and i'll be back with you tomorrow so yes you know if you've if you've missed 
this here we are <laughs> here we if are you haven't, sorry <laughs> oh sorry <laughs> well um that's awesome and and we love you know your dirt alerts and you coming in it's great to hear you know other sides to you so oh boy there are a lot of sides okay so let me uh tell me what's going on uh queen elizabeth she does not need a driver's license i always think that these like royal stipulations are really fascinating and so i was reading about queen elizabeth there's been a lot of attention on the royals and driving since prince philip was involved with this accident yes prince philip was unhurt the woman um that he hit is not happy about how she's been treated and there's been a lot of discussions over whether or not prince philip will continue to drive and you know i think this is a valid conversation this is a conversation that i think a lot of families have as their loved ones get older and you have to sort of decide, are they still in good shape to be able to drive? Well, Prince Philip does have a driver's license. Okay. Okay. Queen Elizabeth does not. So Queen Elizabeth is 92 years old. She is the only person in the United Kingdom who does not need a license in order to drive. (laughs) They just say it's not necessary. It's not necessary. You're fine. She can drive. She's the queen. She (laughs) has uh, an $18 million car collection. She loves Land Rovers. (gasps) She loves Range Rovers. These are not surprising, but she also loves Bentleys. Big money, honey. Oh, my gosh. And she loves Jaguars. So her car collection is extensive. She's never had to take a driving test. She does not have to have um, a license plate. This is all part of being (laughs) the queen. And then then I was like digging back and I found these stories that are so interesting she when she was 18 and she was a princess queen elizabeth trained as a driver and a mechanic during world war ii for the women's auxiliary territorial service what and so she did this military driving training so even Good. though she doesn't yeah. have a license and she never had to take a test she actually has some pretty intense she's probably better than us she's a fabulous driver and so <laughs> there's this um this infamous story from back in 1998 when King Abdullah of Saudi Arabia visited the queen at her estate. And uh, the story from the former British ambassador is that he was very unnerved by her driving. And you can imagine because, I mean, women were only allowed to drive in Saudi Arabia like yesterday. I mean, (laughs) yeah, some of them even haven't gotten the word yet. They're like, like, what's happening? Yeah, Yeah. gosh, it's just ridiculous. And Mm -hmm. so um, but King Abdullah was there visiting the queen and he was told to get into the front seat of the front Land Rover. So they had like a whole trail of Land Rovers. Okay. The front one, they say, okay, King, get in. I think he was the crown prince at the time. So get in to the seat and then your interpreter can sit behind you. And then apparently he was shocked when Queen Elizabeth climbed into the driver's seat and turned on the ignition and drove off. He's like, wait a minute. And then she drives so fast and so confidently. I mean, she drives like a military driver, which is like a person who's been trained to drive in, you know, (laughs) war situations. So the story is that King Abdullah was so nervous um, because she just like floors the Land Rover and is cruising and they're at her estate in Scotland. So it's like all these narrow roads. It's like being up in the North Woods, you know, being up in cabin country. She's talking the entire time and like just flying around these narrow Scottish estate roads. And I guess the interpreter, he was talking to his interpreter, asking her and begging her to slow down and not talk so that she could concentrate on the road. Now, she has to be driven to public engagements. That's royal protocol. 
But um, see, here's here, she can drive herself. I, I just had no idea before this accident with Prince Philip, who's 97 and, you know, flipped his Land Rover. Yeah. Um, I didn't even know that Royals drove at all. It just seemed yeah. so strange to me. I never, it was never on my radar because the only thing we see of them is when they're like being driven somewhere. I know because that's when it's for public engagement. It seems so absurd that they would drive. I would never drive. If I, w- I didn't have <laughs> I know. to, I, if I could have a driver, I mean, I'm not kidding. If Elon Musk doesn't tank this Tesla situation, oh my, all I oh. want is a self-driving Tesla. Absolutely. Yes. I've actually ridden in one. You have? Yes. Um, Somebody on my paranormal team, he has a friend, and we all went out one night, and this guy has a Tesla, and he's like, hey, do you want to see how this... I'm like, yes, Yes, let's go with you. I do. And it was so cool, but it actually, we were on uh, 35W, and it was a little scary, honestly, because, I mean, there's other cars around, it just knows where they are, and it speeds up and slows down. I'm way more scared of other drivers than I am of a robot car. (sighs) Oh, yeah. I mean, other drivers, do you see what they're doing on the road? I do, and I hate it. They're eating, like, (laughs) Chipotle burritos. Oh, I... And putting on mascara at the same time. When I lived in Dallas, I swear to God, one time I saw a woman eating a bowl of cereal. Well, while I yeah. was driving next to her, and I got as far that away was from that lady. My aunt, <laughs> my, my Texas relatives are not concerned they're... about the rules, and they oh. they just they're like, well, yeah, of course I would, you know, just eat a full pizza and do my nails in the front of my Tahoe. Oh my gosh! And if you think that you know, everybody thinks that the people in their state are the worst drivers. I can tell you without a doubt, Texas drivers the are worst. the worst. They're the most arrogant. I will say that they all go pretty fast, though. That's my entire family is yeah. there, and I can 100% <laughs> confirm this with you. I've been in cars down there and been like, I don't even know if I'm going to make it out of here alive. I know. I have no idea how this is remotely possible. I feel like everyone is extremely aggressive. I feel like people are going at a very fast speed and you just have to do it. Like you, yeah. ha- there are no exceptions. And they if drive you really don't, big cars and they don't care if anyone's in the way. Absolutely not. You have to be so aware. So I know that people are like, oh, Minnesota drivers are so terrible. You guys are very nice and polite. You take turns, I've noticed. It's, it's better. too polite because it's the zipper merge yeah. thing that we can't get. We can't get that right. Yeah. yeah. But, but Queen Elizabeth, no license. <laughs> she cruises and she scares uh, the king of Saudi Arabia when oh. she drives into that, I say. Cheerio. Yes. Oh, boy. Okay, so more royal news coming up next. We have a story about Meghan Markle. Um, she's been wearing this gift for months. Yeah, and it's a sweet, sweet story. Oh, great. Well, that's coming up next on My Talk 107.1. My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment, Everything, Elizabeth Reese, Sonny, and Dawn here with you this morning. Jason's still recovering. Alexis is in Puerto Rico, and we are having a ball. We're holding down the fort. We're yes. having a good time. We are, um, and also having a good time living her best life as Meghan Markle. I thought this was really sweet that Meghan Markle is wearing a wedding gift that's sort of been hiding in plain sight. Okay, so Meghan Markle is married to Prince Harry, and we will all remember when she got married, uh, her father really made a disaster out of the whole situation. (laughs) Oh, man. Ended up not coming to the wedding. Yeah. And Prince Charles walked her down the aisle. Um, And now Meghan Markle has been wearing this sparkly diamond tennis bracelet over the past Mm -hmm. few months. No one really knew... Who designed it? No one knew where it came from. 
until their most recent uh, a royal tour where uh, we found out that it was um, given to her by Prince Charles. And then I've been Aww. seeing like all these other photos where she's wearing it nonstop and she's still wearing it. And it's just really, really sweet that she has that like sentimental little piece of jewelry that she's been wearing all the time that it's from Prince Charles. I feel like they've really embraced her and it's just so nice, you know, because we don't see a lot of their true feelings and the the real people behind the royals and just seeing how uh, you know they they treat her is is just great and I, that I just relationship love it. is really sweet yeah they, i think their relationship i think he really you know wanted to step in and make the day special for her i do still think it is i mean it is a strange thing that the only member of her family there was her mother oh it, totally you know it's it's weird because when people get super famous whether or not they're an actor and then she's reached a different level that nobody can ever reach (laughs) yeah people start to just it's surprising and i wonder what our families would be like would they spin out of control (laughs) i mean i can't think of one family member that i have that would lose their minds and do weird stuff like we just heard and i don't know if you reported on this but rihanna has been in the news because her dad has taken advantage of her situation. She's suing her dad. Yes, because he is just, you know, trying to make money off of her name. Did you know that she has a lingerie store at Mall of America? I do, yes. I had no idea. I happened to spend four hours at Mall of America the other day because of an unfortunate iPhone situation with my husband in which we had to go to like five (laughs) locations to get it fixed. That's neither here nor there. Um, But... I was wa- we were walking and we played this game on the first floor because we had to wait for our time at the Genius Bar at the Apple Store forever. Yeah. And so we each had a stroller and we're motoring through. We probably walked them all six times. So if you saw me walking past your store six times, this is what was going on. <laughs> and um, I and we played this game. How many of these stores have you been into? Right. There are so many stores at Mall of America. And just, I mean, FYI, I was born and raised here in the Twin Cities. Yeah. I remember my first visit to Mall of America when it opened when I was 10, Dawn. Like, I'm a real deal Mall of America fan. <gasps> I go, what? I grew up in the South Suburbs where, like, that was my mall. I would just, like, run there if I had to go to the Gap, you know? Yes. And there are so many stores that I have never been into. And every time I go, I'm like, how are all these stores staying open? And I'll tell you how. There's a million people in that place all the time. Oh, really? And oh, I, I mean the mall in general. The mall in general. Yeah. And so then we're walking past, and we were playing. This is a fun game to play. Like yeah. count how many stores you've actually been into and shopped in, <laughs> yeah. and see who wins. And so then we were we were going back and forth, and then we happened to walk past Rihanna's lingerie store, and I said, "You've got to be kidding me!" I did not know. I mean, I knew she had her Fenty Beauty, and I knew she had lines, but I didn't realize she had a full store. Oh my gosh! I all right. I kind of have a lingerie problem. Yes. I'll be honest with you. That's great. Um, so I'm going to go in because yeah. I'm looking at their website right now. It's Savage X Fenty. We're so lucky to have this in Mall of America. I know. Are there a lot of stores? I had no idea. I, I, I didn't know. I did see a big sign for it and I was like, oh, that'd be interesting to peruse through there. If you haven't been to Mall of America lately, man, they got a lot of good stuff going on. Oh there are my a lot gosh. of new stores and I'm just so impressed with the restaurant situation because oh. Shake Shack is so good and I ate there. I... I have to be a big dork right now and say that I love the Mall of America. I know people that are local, like I, I, of course, just moved here two and a half years ago. But Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, 
Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I love it. Oh, <laughs> I, just, I think a lot of people do. I mean, okay. I'm local yeah. and I adore it. You love it I, too. And every time I go in, I'm happy. Yeah, I, I just feel I don't feel like it's overwhelming. No, I just feel like it's it's just just the right size. It could be bigger. I'm delighted. I love <laughs> it that there are bigger. hotel rooms there and the um, hotels. Yeah, you can pop into if you're feeling over. I mean, it does get busy. That's for sure. Oh, I did a staycation night, Don, when Frankie. So my youngest was like. I don't know, probably six months old mm-hmm. and I hadn't had any time away, you know, and oh, I like yeah. I'm a nursing mama. So they I mean, they're attached to me all the time. <laughs> yes. And I just was like, I've got to get some alone time. And so I went to Radisson Blue, Mall of America, and I did oh. an overnight. Jay was like, book a hotel room, book a room, go and stay by yourself. I got a massage at the spa. Stop it. I went and ate dinner at the bar at the restaurant there by myself. <gasps> I walked around oh. the mall for like just an hour by myself and then went and slept knowing that no one was going to wake me up and then went and had breakfast at the restaurant there by myself. It was like, if you can swing it and just swing 24 hours, you know, I like a lot of moms with young ones will message me about what's going on in their life. And I'm just, if you can, if you can pull it off and, you know, make it happen, boy, it's, it's so rejuvenating. Amazing. Yeah. And I, I think the reason why I don't mind being alone now at age 45, you know, doing things by myself, I eat by myself is because I was a young mother and I went from being basically a child at 17 in high school to having this baby. And then for 18 plus years, I'm always with someone. And so now that, I mean, I love my daughter more than you could ever imagine, of course, Yes, but there is something to say about getting away from that. Yes. It like just to be able to get away. And Sonny, I know that you have a daughter who she has a teen daughter, mm-hmm. don't you? Oh my mm-hmm. gosh, Sonny, that's impossible. Mm-hmm. You have a teen daughter? Mm-hmm. You girls. <laughs> She's thir- what, 14? 14. Oh man. You'll make it through, don't worry. <laughs> oh my gosh. Thank you for the kind words. The you know. size says it all. <laughs> oh my gosh, yes. Okay, Alex Trebek. Actually, we have some old guy news coming up next. <laughs> Alex Trebek and Sam Elliott coming up next on My Talk 1071. My Talk 1071, everything entertainment, everything children's theater company. Actually, we're going to give away some tickets right now. Uh, I'm Don McLean, by the way, just to, if you're like, who is that? <laughs> no one is asking that. Okay. Well, Elizabeth Reese is with me from Twin Cities Live That's in the Dirt who Alert. Saying, who is that? Uh, Sonny is here. And actually, what we want to reward you for listening right now. We have a four pack of vouchers to Children's Theater Company's production of Mr. Popper's Penguin. We saw it last week. You did. Is it great? Oh, my gosh. It was so much fun. Oh, man. We absolutely loved it. I took my four year old. And here's a little um, pro tip, you guys it's an hour with no intermission. <gasps> so it's really nice if you have um, yes. like really little ones or if you feel like you're not quite sure how your child will do or yeah. maybe your child has like a little bit of an attention thing where you know I mean I have that yeah I can't sit for that long <laughs> right. it is so fun it's oh. a really wonderful magical show Bernie has been sleeping with a penguin a stuffed oh. penguin and talking like a penguin and then it happened that it's <laughs> penguin week at her preschool what? this week and so they've been learning about penguins 
I can't all week. stand it. That's adorable. I, I know. It's really cute. So that's a good giveaway. Get those tickets. Get out there. Yes. Now, it runs through February 27th. This is a four-pack of vouchers, 651-641-1071. She'll take caller number seven. And I believe you can use these. You just have to follow the instructions. You call up, and, and you can you know just pick any day you want, pretty much. So get on that. That's fun. Thank you, Children's Theater Company. Hello. I like it. Yes. Okay. Alex Trebek, um, he is a sexy man. Well, um, yeah. He's still working he's 78 years old i know that's because these guys have the greatest gigs they totally and, do um and what's his name from wheel of fortune they have the best pat sajak thank yeah. you i blanked on his name because i was looking at the name alex trebek <laughs> they have the best gigs in television don these guys work like six weeks a year oh yeah he said he works two days a week there yes so when he is working he by the way he wants to let people know he's a happily married man but if he wasn't, he would have his pick of any 70 to 80 year old women because he doesn't think that he's really a celebrity. He's like, I'm no George Clooney. OK, he's a, totally a celebrity. He's such a celebrity. I mean, we've seen him on our TV for how many years now has he been doing that show? Thirty five years. He's been hosting Jeopardy. He's probably more well-known than George Clooney. Oh, I mean, when you think about like the entire world, how many countries is Jeopardy broadcast in? It's got to be a ton. It has to be a ton. So he says that um, people ask ask him, you know, when you're going to retire. And he's like, I don't know. If I want to try something new, it would be acting. Oh, my gosh. Can we get him in a Netflix series or something? (laughs) Something else that he talks about is that women... Not they don't just say that they like him, but they say they come up to him and they they don't just like say, can I get your autograph? But they also come up and say, you're really hot. Like they approach him, 70 and 80 year old women. Yeah, that's because he's also smart. Yeah. And he seems like even tempered. Yes. And these are all attractive qualities. Yeah, he he has a dependable, he has a job that seems to be going strong. He probably has his own car. (laughs) That's really good. Yeah. Got a job and a car and you're in good shape. He also is very, um, like, just the right amount of humor. Yeah. Not overwhelming, just a few little jokes. I mean, to be fair, we only we are only seeing one side of him. Yeah, but, but who needs to see more? Who it's cares? Great. Yes. Um, so Sam Elliott, uh, more old guy news out there. <laughs> <laughs> At 71 years old, he's thrilled because he has been nominated for the first time for an Oscar. Um, and he is in A Star is Born. He plays Bradley Cooper's brother. I still haven't seen this. Oh, I know. It's And I'm just very sad that i haven't seen it i think you can buy it now right can Uh i stream it and buy it you can watch it on tv yes yes but i can't rent it i have to buy it um i gotta check on my um on my streaming services but i i I might just buy it because i have a feeling i'll like to see it you will want to buy it uh i I mean you'll want to buy the soundtrack it's just it's just a great movie um and so he said the top of when people asked him, what do you think about your Oscar nomination? He said, I think the thing off the top of my head might be it's about effing time. <laughs> <laughs> when you are when you've been acting for that long and you've, you know, had so many different roles, you, you got it's got to feel good to finally be recognized. You okay, know, that's really good. Yeah, it is. You know, it's it's great, though, to see I, I'm constantly fascinated by this idea that age is not the same that it used to be. Mm-hmm. I mean, I remember when my dad turned 40 and I remember it being like this big thing and people would do those big like over the hill parties and you would get like 
tombstones at your 40th birthday party. Oh my gosh, we would send people black balloons. Uh, Black balloons, the whole thing. And I remember it was a big deal when my dad turned 40 because my mom planned a trip for them to go to London. My dad had never been to Europe. Oh, cool. And so she planned this trip and um, found like a really great deal on tickets. And so they were all excited. And then I think it was like three weeks before they left, my mom freaked out and decided that she couldn't leave her three little girls behind. And we weren't even that little. I was like 14. You're like, go. My sister was 11. My other one, you know, and she, um, and so they woke us up super early and said, we're going to the passport office. We're going to get passports so that you guys can come with us. No way. It was so exciting and so fun. But my, my point is like, I remember the 40th birthday feeling like, like, I remember feeling like if we don't do this now, dad might not make it. <laughs> right? Like, it seemed like, like so got, old. Yes, it seems so old. Like, we got to make these family memories because time's a ticking. Oh. And, and then you look at just how the 70s are. I mean, and now my parents are in their mid-60s. Mm-hmm. And they're they're more successful and they're busier than ever. I'm like, guys... Can you slow it down? Because I need help with my kids. Oh my gosh, please. Can you come over? Like, aren't you supposed to be asking me if you can move in at this point? Not like launching (laughs) business ventures. Can't you do, isn't that how it's supposed to go? 70 is the new 40. 70 is the new 40. Yes. That's the truth. And so it's, you know, Sam Elliott, how old is he? What did you, you said Alex Trebek is 78. I think he's 71. Okay. From what I'm seeing. Well, let's see. He's, he started his career in 1969 with Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. Oh, gosh. Which is just an iconic movie. Of course. And, you know, you would think he'd be nominated for that. So he's been acting for 50 years. I, I believe he is 71. I but. do like this idea, though, of not, I mean, with Alex Trebek. Okay, so he works two days a week. Like, why should he retire? And why should people ask if he wants to retire because if you're working two days a week (laughs) yeah that's great right i mean that keeps you involved it keeps you part of uh, the community it keeps you productive it it keeps you spry totally and spry is a very important quality to have yeah he is 74 years old is to be spry yeah he's 74 years old oh he is yeah so you know around the that's around uh you know, some of our parents' age. Right, so. but when you, I mean, retirement, I think, is a great idea, If you, but I think it should almost be looked at as, like, the next chapter of what's your next passion going to be. Because exactly. maybe it's, you know, I don't know. Maybe, maybe you, people are asking him if he wants to retire because they want to retire. Yes, but <laughs> it's when like, you, I always think, like, retirement to me would mean more, like, doing something I mean, I love what I do, so it's a little bit of a different it's, it's animal. True. It makes a difference but if you love what be, you do. It would be maybe loving your schedule a little bit more. I mean, from, you know, I can see being like, could I do two days a week of TV or radio? Great. I don't know if I want to do TV when I'm 78, but we'll see. We'll see how I look. (laughs) Oh, gosh. I know. You'll look beautiful, of course. I don't know. Some days it's like you look back at even 10 years. You know, I've been on Twin Cities Live almost 10 years. Uh Uh-huh. And I think we look back at old video and stuff like that. And, um... You're like, and wow. time passes. Oh, it does. I was just looking at a picture of myself from just four years ago last night, shared it with a friend, and I'm like, look at how skinny I am. I'm a size three. I gotta get, and then I'm like, I have to get, you know what? That's not the right mentality to have just to, you know, go, oh, that's because I can do that again. I just need to buckle down. And Plus, I think the it. cameras were worse then. And, oh, so, yes. and so it's not accurately showing because I'm telling you now we're in HD and we're in this like widescreen format that we were not in 10 years ago. Yeah. And, um, 
And so I think, well, yeah. I mean, it was Elizabeth, fuzzier, so of course I looked better. I, I don't know how you guys do it every day being on camera. I just, I mean, sometimes I get done with the radio show and I put a full face of makeup on every day. I, you know, today I'm wearing a sweatshirt and I feel so wrong about that because I usually dress up. You always do. I think that's so important. The first time I saw you in the studio, I was like, this is who you are. And this is what you're wearing for the morning. Like you are, you're a champ. You're so pulled together because I think whenever I've done the morning show, I am a hot mess. I have like a bird's nest in my hair. Well, I... I try to, it makes me feel better about what's, you know, I, I just overall feel better. I and think that, that feel yes, more that energized, yeah, even though not, people can't see me. Well, yeah. And you're not trying to impress anybody. It's no. about like feeling ready for your day. And I'm also always, because the owner of our company is in this building, Mr. Yeah. Hubbard yes. or, or Jenny Morris, his mm-hmm. daughter who runs our radio group. And I'm always thinking if they come in and I do see him from time to time yeah. and her, she'll pop in. I want to look nice. That's nice. And, uh, and then also, if clients come in, if somebody who's advertising with us is getting a tour, I don't want to look like a complete mess. Oh, my gosh. Listen, I've had times where I've been called into offices on the third floor, and I've been like, oh, no. And I have to say, just this is pre. This is pre-TV. <laughs> yeah. I like to just keep it fresh right before the show starts. It- and to keep yourself in this weather, like uh, most of you get ready here at work, like you can't do your hair at home and then get out in the snow and expect to look okay on TV. Yeah, usually I it, it, it sort of defeats the purpose because then I end up redoing it anyway when I get to work. So uh, and, I'm like, why don't I just do it at work? Exactly. And I look at myself sometimes when I was saying after the radio show, I don't know what happens, but I look like I've been through the ringer. You have. I go, what happened to me? I, I look uh, like I, I can did. speak to the producer life. I know exactly why. <laughs> exactly. You're like, whoa. She's yeah, it's fantastic. a little rough back here in the it, shadow. It, it can oh, be man. rough. Yeah. You guys have so many buttons to push. I oh, wouldn't yeah. even know. I wouldn't even know what to do. Oh, well, there is a lot. To, you have to be on your toes. Mm-hmm. You can't really space out ever. Ever. And, and, and what people don't know, like, we're constantly doing things. She mm-hmm. is constantly doing something behind the scenes. She's I, not just sitting there talking. I tell my family and friends, I'm like, you know, when the commercials are on, that's when it's busy time. No kidding. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know when you go. Well, I do know when you go to the bathroom. Occasionally you go during the dirt alert. Because Dawn will pipe in when I dial in during the 820 dirt alert and she'll be like, Elizabeth, um, just so you know, as soon as um, you, as soon as we roll the open, I'm just going to run to the bathroom because it's the only time I've had the entire morning to go to the bathroom. And, so, and occasionally Jason will be like, I have to go to the bathroom. Uh, yeah. Please just tell the first couple stories and then I'll pipe in when I get back. And I'm like, this is why I'm here. It's so awful to have to. I literally set a timer on my phone mm-hmm. and I am running because we have a code we have to put in the door. Mm-hmm. We got to. Oh, my gosh. And I'm like, well, hope I wash my hands good enough. You know, <laughs> so that's why everybody's sitting yeah, it's like, thank goodness there's that hand sanitizer there, but oh, anyway. I think that about like nurses and oh, yeah. doctors yeah. too who are running from appointment to appointment or like, and teachers, when do teachers go to the bathroom? Oh gosh. Do you have to say to the kids, stay here and don't burn the place down well, while I, mean, I run to the bathroom? Because- I remember back in the day, teachers would do that. It's probably a little bit more strict now. I, maybe, because I you certainly can't go. I don't even know how the kids can go in between classes. I worked with kids for 20 years, and I'll just say you need strong Kegel muscles. <laughs> yes. I would say. Yeah. Preschool Sonny, kids, right? Sonny has such a life that I just don't know about. I yeah. know. It's in phases. 
yeah, we're phases. all in phases for right. sure. Right. Okay, um, so coming up next, we're going to talk about, and thank goodness Elizabeth has brought so many stories to the table. <laughs> we're putting her to work today. I showed up prepared. Yeah. Yes, you did. Okay, so we're going to talk about how to make friends according to science. This is good. We all need friends. Yes. And according to science, we need more friends because we have fewer than we used to. I'm going to oh. tell you why that's a bad thing and how you can get your friend game on coming up next. Yes, on My Talk 1071. My Talk 1071, everything entertainment, everything Low J at the SAG Awards. That's right. They're going to be broadcasting live today uh, ahead of the SAG Awards. You can tune in for coverage of their adventure covering the Screen Actors Guild Awards on Monday when they'll be back. You can follow along with Lori and Julia all weekend long at MyTalk1071.com. I'm Don McClain, producer for Jason and Alexis. Uh, we have Elizabeth Reese with us today and Sonny holding down the fort over there. Yeah. Pressing all the buttons. Okay, we all need more friends. And Elizabeth, you have some great information from science. It's telling us how to do it. I do. Okay, so this is an this is an old article from the Atlantic, but I think it's really interesting um, because it tells us that we not only don't have enough friends, we're we have fewer friends than we used to. Okay. And that that can lead to us dying earlier. Oh, yeah, no. that's right. Oh, I'm just going to say it. Yeah, that's what happened. OK, so um, the average American and tell me if you guys agree with this, trusts only 10 to 20 people. I think that number's big. You do for your inner circle. <laughs> like what's, what's your yeah. inner circle number oh, of, of friends of I mean, trust. Yeah. Or trust. just friends. Friends that you trust. Friends like that you trust. I would friends. say half of that. So 10, 5 to 10. 5 oh, to 10. Instead of 10 to 20. I would, yeah, yeah, I would say. 20 is a lot of That's a friends. lot of people. And I want, maybe that's why all these social media posts are like, loyalty over everything. Oh my God. <laughs> right. <laughs> women, all of their, well, I, I don't just want to say women, but a lot of women do post stuff loyalty like that. Loyalty over everything. Really? I've never seen that. Oh, maybe, maybe I'm attracted. Who are you following? <laughs> I, I see. Honey, I you're see, trusting the wrong people. I see. Yes, and that is the problem. <laughs> oh no! Oh my gosh! I would say for me, it would be about. Oh gosh, I think it would be around ten. Around ten. Say, I mean, do like, where yeah. am I including my sisters? That's not included. I don't think you can include your okay. sisters because that's the same with me. Like my sisters and my mom, I'm really, really close to. Of course. And I think you got to put family. This is specifically friendships. Friendships. Okay. So, I mean, I think most of us have maybe friends from different eras of our lives. Yeah. So if that's Sonny, she's got forty because she's lived a hundred lives. <laughs> yes. It feels like that. <laughs> I, I, maybe I could bump it up to fifteen. So if you have, you know, friends like I have, you know, my my group of high school friends and then I have a few college friends that I'm I mean you have friends but I'm talking like inner circle people you're really really close to Mm -hmm. like people you tell when you're having a like a bad spot in your marriage I mean that's a real Mm -hmm. that's like a real inner circle kind of a thing that's Mm -hmm. a small that's not a big number for me that's a smaller number well and that number is shrinking Sonny from 1985 to 2004 the average number of confidants that people reported having decreased from three to two I mean, that's like <gasps> confidants, Ooh. like the people that you tell. Like you will say your dirty laundry and go look, at, listen to what I did. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No, there's no Don't dryer sheet me. that's going to solve this problem. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. <laughs> so right. what happens here is that people who don't have strong relationships don't live as long as people who do have strong social relationships. I mean, we were just talking about like alone time and how much we, cr- I, I crave alone time. I need mm, alone time. Sure. But that being said, 
um, we are social creatures. I mean, humans are social animals. Mm-hmm. We have to be together. We have to connect. You see that with babies. You see that with um, yes. you know uh, elderly people when as people get older and they have a harder time connecting with people. Which that, is why I volunteer for Little Brothers Friends of the Elderly. Oh, that's so <laughs> nice. Yes. Anna, it's int- you know, I was I was thinking about the culture of canceling people. And how, like, when celebrities do certain things and people are like, oh, they're canceled or if they say their opinion. And I'm thinking, I'm like, if we cancel everybody out, it's like you're going to be lonely. And I wonder if that that, that mindset. Of, like, if you don't do live up that. to my expectations, you're out. Yeah, yes. like this, yeah. I noticed that that's like a, we, like well, a trend. Well, we're living in an outraged yeah. society and yeah. I think we have a bit of a lack of forgiveness. Right. And I'm wondering, and that's very interesting that we're talking about this. See? see and Because I, I, see, I see it more with, like, celebrities, not so much, like, friends and things. But, if that you know, if that's your mindset, it's obviously going to creep into your own personal life. And I just wonder if that's attributing to yeah, that. Yeah, but that happens in a lot of relationships. I mean, you can look at, like, I mean, you look at marriage and look at the numbers that dissolve. I mean, mm, there's right. there's definitely... There, there are definitely more deal breakers than there once were, right? Mm-hmm, I mean, mm-hmm. there are more deal breakers. And I think a lot of times it can be good because we do tend to stay in, especially friendships, we stay in toxic friendships too yeah. long that we don't need to be in. But at the same time, you also have to understand that people are human and they're going to really screw up a lot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All and the, the time. big one and the big pill that I don't like swallowing, but I have to, is usually the people that love you the most are the ones that hurt you the most. Oh, that's the truth. Well, oh, that's 100% true. <laughs> that's because you're the most vulnerable with yeah. them. Yeah. You just open it up and you're like, here's my heart. Stomp on it. Mm. I think we just shrunk that number one more time. <laughs> okay, so if you're feeling like we are and you feel like, oh my gosh, now I just got rid of everybody, uh-huh. you need to make some friends. Yeah. So here, is, here are a couple of options for you and some numbers that I thought were really interesting. Building deeper friendships is all about time. Mm. So the University of Kansas did a study and they found that when you think about like, okay, you meet someone and you say, so especially think about like female friendships. So you meet another woman and you're like, oh, I think that we could be friends. We have a lot in common. It's going to take you 50 hours of socializing to go from acquaintance to casual friend. An additional 40 hours to become a real friend and a total of 200 hours to become a close friend. Okay. Okay. Oh, wow. You got the But there's the possibilities. Time. Yes. Yeah. Wow. That's yeah. that's a lot of time. I can barely find time to go to a movie with somebody and <laughs> we're not even talking to each other. Okay. Coming up next, we have so much in the seven o'clock hour, like second chance romance. That's in the seven o'clock hour on My Talk 107.1.